You're listening to the Ice Day Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe. Ding, 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 school's in, motherfucker. Hey, y'all already know what it is, man. It's Thursday. We got a lot of shit to talk about, man. We got the GDFL playoffs. We got this MVP talk that we seeing all across the boards. Man, it's Thursday. It's let's talk about it Thursday. Let's get off into it, man. Let's talk about it, my boy. All right, so the first thing on my list for let's talk about it is, man, it seems to be a little shade throwing, throwing towards my team's way, bro. Um, Myself, Packer, and, and I've seen TP address some of the shade throwing, throwing the Blackhawks way, bro. At the end of the day, all I'm going to say on this let's talk about it is, is at the beginning of the season, there was a bunch of teams that T. Reed reached out to. There was a list of names that we were shown that wanted Come to on. schedule a game. Come on. At the end of the day, you've seen our schedule. You've seen who we played. If the game didn't happen, it wasn't our fault, and it wasn't because we didn't want to play. That's let me tell you, Wes. Yeah, Wes, let me tell you, that list consisted of about a good, solid, a good, solid, solid 10 to 14 teams. Right. That that talked about playing us. At the end of the day, if they don't make it happen, bro, you can't blame us. Facts. You, you, yeah, man, you can't sit up here and get on the boards and talk about uh oh the block the Blackhawks didn't play nobody the Blackhawks this the Blackhawks that because uh-uh. at the end of the di- at the end of the day if you're on a team and your owner chose not to schedule us maybe you should have pushed harder to play us if you really felt some sort of way that um that we didn't play nobody I mean if I, you feel it, you know me I'm I'm always say this if my memory serves me right uh. Blackhawks try to get preseason games galore. And yes, guess sir. what? Nobody accepted the fade. Nobody. No takers. Nobody. So at that point, it should be fucking quiet as a mouse pissing on, pissing on cotton because <laughs> we, well, I can't say we because I'm not a part of the Blackhawks, but let me, right. let me paraphrase here. We tried to get y'all to play us. We offered to, to host y'all. We offered to come to y'all. And y'all didn't mm-hmm. come. So it yeah, shouldn't be no exactly. talk. All that should be dead time. None. But what happens is you get players, you get people on here or on the board, man, that, that decide to throw their two cents in and, and then want to talk about how, oh, they they don't want to come to the Blackhawks because they want to compete or it, they would be bored or whatever the case may be, man. I've seen all sorts of fuckery thrown out towards us. Um and, and to be honest with you, if you really are about the competition, why wouldn't you come to the best team or or the team that they say is the best team? And right now we are the best team. Why wouldn't you come and compete? Why wouldn't you come and compete for a spot on our squad? So you could say, look, I competed at the highest level and I won a spot. I mean, but that's not it, what people do. It, even that, if, if, if you, it, it's always the comp this, comp that. Okay. Well, you got either two options. You can either play for that team and hope that they play somebody that's comp worthy 
or you can join the teams that's in the league and play against them if that's your ultimate comp goal. Otherwise, anything else is a cop-out. Preach, brother. Preach. I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, from a a coaching owner standpoint, you know, you you try to do best. You know, at first, I'm a realist. And it's like, okay, I'm going to say when I brought the San Fernando Valley Bulldogs in, the goal was I want to complete a season. Mm -hmm. I want to win some games, you know, and I want to go home. Uh, Okay. By my second season, when we joined WCFL, is no, now I want to compete because I know what I can do. I know the core guys that we have, so now let's see if we can compete. And you had the Vegas Trojans in there. Oh, God. (laughs) You had the West Coast Lions in there. You you know, it it, it was comp full. And, 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 you know, we we finished the season, if I'm not mistaken, right below 500 or at 500. But, you know, we did what we wanted to do. We did it our way. Yeah, and we took some lickings, man. Like, being a part of that team – was it, it was a challenge. Like Come you either on. put up or you either put up or you shut up. We put up. We got smacked a couple times, but none of us wavered from from your plan. Facts. None of us did. So so being on a team like the Bulldogs, man, like we knew we were the underdogs in a couple of those games. Like when we took on the disciple team, fuck, everybody <laughs> thought was bro. I'm starting at middle backer and at quarterback, and people are like, yo, you guys are out of your fucking mind, but None of us wavered from the fucking challenge. Yeah, we got our ass whooped, but we stood there and we took the L. Never ran from a fade a day in my life, my boy. Never, never. And nobody on the team did either. When we played the Trojans, they had Manny, they had B-Flow, they had B-Smith, they had Ely, they had Marco. They fucking, that team was loaded. Had everybody. <laughs> and, and we still... And then some still showed up and took the fucking. We stood there. We got smacked in the mouth, but we stood there and we fought. All four quarters. All four quarters. So my thing is, is to people that honestly feel like, oh, that that there's no comp or they want the comp or anything like that. If you really feel that way, you need to get in your owner's ear and tell them to line it up against my squad. If that's how you really feel. It's because either that, it's either that or join the teams that play the team that you want to play. And I bet you, I bet you 90% of the people that are making these half-ass comments, bro, are people that chose the team that they're on because that's the only way they'll start. Ooh, boy, you said some shit when you said some shit then. It's facts. It's facts. You said some shit when you said some shit then. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. I hope I said it loud enough for the people in the back. If you are making comments about certain teams... Make sure that if you went to a team that played against us or if you came to us, you would be either a second stringer or a starter. If not, zip it. Just keep your comments to yourself because you make yourself look stupid. Come on. And and, and it's funny because when I addressed it, Packer, like TP's been moderate, like moderate, moderate, whatever in the fuck. He's been addressing it. Packer, for Packer to say something. I'm waiting for B-Flow to finally get sick of this shit and start putting people in their place, bro. Because B-Flow is one of the biggest representatives of the Blackhawks, man. And he don't let none of that bullshit fly. None of that bullshit. I think you get to the point, you understand what I'm saying? I think most of the people like the B-Flows, you know, who who get to a certain level in this thing, 
they they they've developed a thick enough skin to where that type of shit just roll off their back because it, it, it at the end of the day it really don't affect them. Uh, True. Quote quote it it really don't affect them in a way that you talking all this shit, but you had every opportunity. Your team had every opportunity to be in this league. Mm-hmm. You as a player had every opportunity to be on a team in this league to want to play us. Now, am I one to say, yes, I want a champion versus champion when everything is all said and done? Yes, I do. Uh, but if your team didn't make it, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I mean, at, at, you know, I ain't trying to be, you know, nothing. But at the end of the day, if you if your team didn't play in this league over here where you saying these guys is ducking the fade, whoop the whoop the whoop, or you didn't join a team in the league to play them, or if your team didn't make it to the end of the season as the champion to even try to compete in a champion versus champion game against these guys, shut the fuck up. Straight out. Straight like out. Say down down south. You you just you just out here dough popping. You trying to get some likes. You trying to get some views. However you want to do it, but at the end of the day, you didn't make the cut, bud. You didn't at make it. All. At all. And I, I mean, you that, know, that's just that. You know what my real question is? Is all these dudes that make these comments online, right? I kind of want to ask people that are in their camp, like, this dude, does this dude have the same energy that he has online at practice in his coach's ear, in his owner's ear? Like, yo, I want to play the Blackhawks. Or, hey, I want to play the Coyotes. Or, hey, I want to play the Lions. I want to play those top-tier teams. Because if he doesn't have that same energy, like you said, Juicy J voice, shut the fuck up. Whole time. On everything, man. But, see, that leads me to the next thing. You got people that bump their gums that that turn into why the topic has been going around for the last couple weeks, that semi-pro is watered down, bro. And, and I, I, I have a feeling that some of these people that open their mouth and, and make certain statements are the same ones that that help that make semi-pro water down. Because if they say the wrong thing to the wrong person, we already had we've already we've already had a couple people address some stuff on our show that when it when we see each other, we need to address it like men and they take it the other way. Come on. I mean, I. I think at the end of the day, semi-pro, just like anything else, is what you make out of it. Uh, and by that is, you know, if you want to play the comp, most of y'all teams, you know, most of the team take fees. It's pay to play here. Right. So go play, go pay your fee somewhere where they play the comp you want to play. Don't, and, 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 and don't y'all kill me for this, but I'm going to say this. Don't go joining the PCFC and then want to claim you want to play the teams in the LDFL. Facts. That that's for the owners. That's for the players. Don't go join uh any other league and then say, "Well, I want to play this this team or this team won't play us." When you had every opportunity to play that team if you joined that league or if you join again if you join the league or you join a team that's in that league. Other than that, you just out here pump faking. Right. Or at least get them on the schedule. So if you join the PFC, the PCFC, that's cool. But if you really want comp, schedule, schedule some of the big boys. See where I mean, you look, stand. 
This is where I respect the hell out of the disciples. What they do? They brought the uh, the West Coast Lions. Yeah. They brought the Beach City Giants. Yeah. We know they're not coming to the PCFC, but we want to play them guys. Lined it up in the preseason. The chips fell where they made, but you got the game in. Exactly. Y'all didn't make excuses. Y'all didn't duck nobody. None of that. Now let's switch it over to the Blackhawks where, shit, hey, we'll come to y'all. Y'all come to us. Whatever y'all want to do, we just want to play some preseason games. Again, like we said earlier, nobody should be talking no shit about the only the only smut that I can put on that game that y'all got to play against the Las Vegas Saints is Las Vegas Saints ain't played no 11-man all year. They was an eight-man uh, indoor-outdoor football. That's the only smut that I got about that opponent. But at the end of the day, you put 11 guys on this field and line up against my 11, we finna play this game. Right. I, I don't care I how that. you got here. We exactly. finna play the game. Exactly. And from what I know, uh, the Saints they were they had a, they had an they had an eleven man squad prior yeah, they, to they, going to eight man. Yeah, the, what what the Saints do like every other year they alternate. Some sometimes they stay full eight man. Sometimes they go eight man spring, eleven man fall. Uh, okay. But that, that's 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 just how they do. But to see them get an automatic bid into the GDFL playoffs to compete for Natty and haven't played no 11-man competition all season, you know, when it comes to the 10-game mandate, where are you getting your games at? I understand that. I, I can see that. <laughs> but at the same time, you can't, you know, look at the Blackhawks and say, oh, y'all got an easy one, or how y'all playing this team. It, look, it don't matter how we playing this team. This is what the GDFL said. This is our opponent. We finna bring our best 11 guys on offense, best 11 guys on defense, best 11 on special teams, and we finna line this shit up. Exactly. But see, that brings me to that brings me to the to this point. Now, from what I from what I know and the information that was shared with me was prior to the LDFL season kicking off, man, they already had scheduled the regional playoffs, right? So this is right. the breakdown I have. I have the Blackhawks versus the Saints. Come on. The Coyotes versus the Senate. Uh-huh. The Tigers versus the Roadrunner Road Runners. And, oh, the, yeah. and the Silverbacks versus the Stars. That no. was scheduled before anybody's season even kicked off. So Thanks. I don't know how anybody could sit up here and try to throw shade at the Blackhawks talking about, oh, I don't that's suspect they're playing the Saints. We didn't make the bracket. We didn't make the schedule. That's what was given to us. Big facts. So once the season was over, man, we were told that you have to fill, you have to meet the, a 10 game requirement, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah, I, I heard the same. Okay. So we finished our season. So therefore, we have to play the Saints home and away. Just like the Coyotes would have to play the Senate. The Tigers would have to play the Roadrunners and the Silverbacks would have to play the Stars. Right. Now we're in the situation where a few things have happened. Let's see. I'll go down the list. The Silverbacks, they quit or they're not participating, however you want to look at it. Um, I, I, I don't really know the backstory. All I know is they didn't show up to the playoff game against the Yotes. Facts. Facts. Um, so whatever went into that, that's above my pay grade. 
I didn't ask. I didn't care. It was none of my business. It is what it is. Right. The Arizona Stars, from what I know, they have folded. Hear that? Okay. You, the Tigers, you guys pulled out. Yeah, it, that that was a uh, you know above my pay grade as well. But you know me being the head coach, it, it got down to where we just wanted to finish the season because we barely had the bodies. You know, guy. Uh, you know, granted, you know the rosters didn't lock in the LDFL till uh to the first week of playoffs, to the first round of playoffs. Right. <laughs> so we 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 lucked up and got a few guys uh who who came in last moment. You know, tried to get in and learn what they could learn, but you know, as it was, it was ineffective. Uh, we started the season off with over forty some odd guys, right. and you know, you 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 played us twice. You saw what we came with, right? You know, fifteen, I think maybe even eighteen we had. So it, it was one of those things to where the 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 team commitment wasn't there, and it was like, okay, well, we got to go to Arizona, and. Gas as high as it is here in California. Me, I'm a fly, right? You know, but everybody don't have that luxury. Exactly. But if you can't make it, Santa Clarita to Inglewood is less than an hour. It's probably ain't even forty five minutes. Facts. So if we if we can't drive forty five minutes down the street, then I know you guys are not finna drive six, seven to ten hours to Arizona. You're not finna catch no flight, nope. et cetera, et cetera. So. At that point is, you know what? Let's save this owner over here in Arizona the money before he book his field, book his referees, uh-huh. and then we come over there with eight guys because we said, you know, we're going to give it the benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. you know. But on the Silverbacks, just not even showing up for for the playoff game, it, it, it makes no sense. No. Uh, uh, so when when you don't do that, then your expectations for them to to, to play in something for a natty really goes to zero because you didn't even care enough to play in your in in uh, league uh, playoff system. Right. And then and I, I mean, like I said, I I don't know what happened with it, but hey, it happened. Right. And, and from what I know too, nobody's prying either. Like, okay, you guys made a decision. You guys didn't go. It is what it is. But you know what I find interesting? Um, the Yotes, from what I hear, aren't returning anyone's calls. They doing that treatment of who this or not even giving a who this reply. They they not picking up calls at all. For for them to be in, in a natty situation, they're not answering the, the other team's call? At all. So it's one of them things to where, you know, hey, when you get to talking natty and you talk about making the league look bad, you, you, hey, come on, man. Hey, and this is kind of this is kind of how this falls out now because with you guys pulling out and the Yotes not returning phone calls, we've now, from what I've been told, is that they're trying to fill the Roadrunners and the Senate schedule with us. So. They want us to give them each a game. Now, I don't know the logistics so, of it. So, Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was finna say, is that a home and away thing or I ha- just one one straight up game? I have no idea how that would work out because I haven't heard much about it since it was since since the news was given to us as players that the possibility may be that we fill their schedule. So now you're looking now you're looking at okay, we go to Vegas. That's a cool trip. We 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 right. we, we we can make that. We definitely can make an Arizona trip. But right. are they going to expect us to go to Arizona twice? Or is one of those teams willing to come to us once? Or how is that going to work? I, I mean, it should, it should stand as the original way of a, a one and one You go there and they come they come to you. That's the only logical situation uh, that, I, that I would see. Because uh, just, just like y'all need the games, I think they need the games as well. Yeah. And from what I what I've seen is the Roadrunners are building like I, I've only seen some stuff on, on the board about the Senate, like um like normal team posts, man, like come check us out, um and, and kind of what they're doing. Um I I've seen that the Roadrunners it looks like they're building a pretty good program from what I've seen, man. But you know how the semi pro talk shit goes. You could post everything in the world about who's coming to your team, and then the moment fucking camp opens up, you got ten, Tom, Dick, and Harry there, and then you're fucked. <laughs> I mean, hey, er- everything look good. It does. I-, I give them that. Everything look good, but you know, you, you, at the end of the day, you can have the glitch, you can have the glamour, but what what about them eleven? You finna put on offense. That 11 you finna put on defense, a lot of people don't really care for it, but what about that 11 on special team? Oh. What what about the next man up syndrome? What what they gonna do when, when your starter need a breather? Can 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 that next man up come fill it up? Yeah. Or or how we gonna be? Man, and, and that that let's talk about it, Wes. That leads me to the next thing, bro, because as you know, everything's open now. Because their season's just kicking off. So if the say say the Coyotes pop back up, right, and they have a completely different team than what they had during the LDFL season, it's fair game. It's fucking fair game. So if I mean, is it anything sanctioning you know your your roster to what it was while you was in season? Now that you're in the GDFL, it's a different governing body. So. Yep. What what's the rules there? I mean, is it open season? May the best Inglewood Blackhawks or best Coyotes team playing? You know anybody else? You know for for the Natty, or do you play with your original locked in roster that you had when your roster's locked for playoffs from this for your league? Right. So from what what from my understanding is is that rosters have opened up right, um, and you're you're able to to have additional pieces. If that is the case, and I say if that is the case, man, um, some people are going to have their fucking feelings hurt once it comes time to fucking line it up against certain teams. Because if you have the opportunity to do your due diligence to put the best team forward for the national championship and you're not doing it, and let me say this one more time. If you have the opportunity to put your best foot forward and your best athletes on the field on. and you're not doing it, Come when on. you line it up against the Blackhawks, do not say shit. 
because you are going to get smacked in the fucking mouth. Let's talk about it. Bro, the one thing that I will say, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, is that T. Reed right now is in the lab, bro. Our team, man, we start practice again next week, and I'm so fucking excited for what's about to fucking happen, and I can't wait. I cannot wait, and I'm going to say this one more time. I cannot wait for the hate that is going to come our fucking way once these national playoffs start. Once we get on our natty run, bro, the hate will be real, Wes. I mean, at at this point for me, you know, as a coach, uh, my my thing is now is either it's it's Inglewood or nothing as far as this natty go. It's Inglewood or nothing. Uh yeah, when when we play is fuck y'all. Yep. But now now that y'all are the team that goes to represent us and our brand of football, it's Inglewood or nothing. Yeah. I can be from the valley all day, but Inglewood and that natty, it's the wood. Yes, sir. Fuck it's it's the wood, fuck them. <laughs> and and it is what it is. Now when we come back in the season, hey man, congrats. But now, now it's my turn to try to whoop your ass, but Right now, like I said, it's the wood versus everybody. But that's and that's going to be the crazy part is is it's like fucking crabs in a barrel at this level. And if I hurt some people's feelings by saying that it's true, nobody wants to see the next person succeed. Like like you said, it's Inglewood. It's California. We are the best team regardless of our league. You guys could have joined the same league, had the same opportunity, but you guys didn't. For whatever reason that may whatever reason that may be, you chose not to. So the fact that we joined the league right. that put us on a national platform and we're gonna go eat, like how in the fuck can you hate on something like that? Like it's crabs in a barrel at this level, bro. Everybody wants to pull everybody down to get to the top themselves. And and, and it fucking sucks. I'm not saying it's everybody at this level, but I'm saying that there are certain there 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 are certain people at this level that don't want to see nobody else succeed. Come on. And, and it's fucking sad, man, because if we were to unite, like everybody said, like the last two weeks, bro, we've been reading semi-pro's watered down. Semi-pro ain't what the, it's not the same as it used to be. And to be honest with you, I like we were talking to Ely and Soundcheck, man, and, and Herb said it. Semi-pro, honestly, and I agree with them, semi-pro's where it needs to be right now. But instead the difference is is the camaraderie the camaraderie amongst each other. When I first started, bro, I don't it, yeah, it was fuck San Diego, it was fuck the IE, it was all about my team, it was all about the Apaches, and, and, and it was fuck y'all. But once it got to a national level or it got to something greater than what we stood for, it was, y'all go do your thing. Like, we played the Blackhawks when I was on the Apaches, and they and, and we had some battle shit. They gave us the business a couple times. Come I on. fucking hated the Blackhawks when I was on the Apaches. And I was like, man, fuck them. But the moment they got to that shit, the, the levels of, oh, we're going for a natty. Or they're playing San Diego. It's them versus the Cobras, and they're both undefeated type shit. It was, yo, I'm all about SoCal right now. I'm all about the L.A. area team. Yo, the Blackhawks better smack the Cobras. Fuck San Diego. It was L.A. Oh, God. It was L.A., bro. 
And the camaraderie at this level right now is shit. You have a couple people that support you have you have your main group of people and it's a lot of the vets, bro, that that stick together and, and encourage each other to do stuff like like Clark, man. OG Clark is always supporting people. Rose supporting. Come on. But I don't think they get the same love in return, man. I, I honestly, I, oh, I, I don't. F- a, a, a lot of people who put their energy into this into this level, we we always say, man, I'm, I'm gonna give you flowers while you can still smell right. them. It, it, it's people like the OG Ronald Clark's, him and uh, Mama yep. Lucy. It's people like the Rose Blacks. It's people like uh, Bobby. Mm-hmm. It's people. I mean, we we can go on and on, and then we can even go on and on when we start talking about players. That, that, that really need to get their flowers while they can still smell them. And, you know, even, even then, it's like, a, oh, man, that nigga just dick riding up. Oh, right. You know, whatever, whatever. But it's like, bro, no, understand the work that these people done put in behind the scenes. Let, let's let's just forget about Saturday when we play the game. That That's, that's the plus. Yep. But do you know what it took for them to, to you know, to get this field? Cause like like Herb said, team fees only cover so much. Right. A big portion of that goes to your uniforms, your decals. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know, I, I I know for fact, you know, by being the owner, you know, the you you got thirty five to forty guys. Them units gonna cost you about three to four grand. Yep. You're talking about a a decent feel. You're talking anywhere from fifteen hundred to three grand. Then you want four and five refs? Well, at this point, it's $100 a uh-huh. ref. And I'm hearing it's a lot of refs talking about walking away because they want a pay raise. But it's like a, come on, man. It, it, you know, it, that's a whole different story to get into it with the refs right <laughs> Let's talk about but, it. But, you know, no, no it, it's, it's like you want a pay raise. I get it. I, I understand it. I understand you got to travel the gas as high just like it's high for us. But then when you get to the game and you miss – Wide open calls, or you don't, or you get to the game and you don't know the rules. Facts. It's like, man, if you don't take this hundred dollars and get the fuck out my face. Big facts, bro. Uh, because I mean, like, like I said, mo- most people it, it, you're supposed to have five reps. Mm-hmm. People get away with three. I've, hey, I've even seen some wild shit where you had two mm-hmm. reps. Uh, so. And it's like those guys are hundred dollars a pop. If you got a nice field, people talk shit about Chittick, but hell, I think it's two, three hundred dollars. Cause I mean the city ran by the right. park. But but still, that's money that you're shelling out every week. Right. As an owner, that when you go back into that, well shit, I got 40, 50 guys. Man, they only paid a hundred dollars. Well shit. Three fourths of that went to the unions and decals. Right. So, man, get, get out of here with that, man. Ain't nobody doing no dick ride. Dick riding is not a form of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> you understand yes. what I'm saying? So, it, 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 it's, not a, it's not a scene or it's not a, you know what I'm saying, to give a man or a woman that, that does what they do their flowers while they can still smell them, man. I don't even want to talk about this no more because I, I get pissed I off. I feel it. You know, when folks start that. Yeah, man, but... but- it's crazy, like, because I agree. Like, some people need to really see what goes on behind the scenes. And Clark kind of touched on it when he jumped on when he jumped on um, 
on the show with with Mo and um, Callie, he he straight right. told you anything that has my last name on it, you are not going to fuck up my name. That's why we play Achitic Fair. That's why we play Achitic. Your name is everything in this world, man. That that's the thing you got when you're born, and that's the thing you got when you And that's you die. what you pass on to the next generation. Better talk about it. So, like, until we can get, honestly, until we can get out of this culture, like this crab, the crabs in the bottom of a barrel type shit, like we are going to consistently be in the same spot. So until the camaraderie can come back and we can get back to football being football, yeah, everybody's going to have issues. Everybody's going to talk shit. There's always going to be that one person that you fucking dislike that you are going to want to fight. I get all that. At the end of the day, play the fucking football game if you need to take it down the street because your owner has sacrificed so much for you to fucking be on the field. Be a man. Respect your owner. Go down the field, down down the street, catch the fade, and let it be that. That's it. I mean, yeah. not to keep saying Moses' name, but he said said something the other night uh, on their show. That 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 you know I I resonated with and it's like, what type of football do I want to yeah. play? Do do I want to be in the, in the, in a league where they really don't govern it? You know, it ain't no consequences or you know this that and the other. Well, or do I want to come over here where I know I'm gonna play six to ten and fourteen games or whatever it mm-hmm. may be, and it's gonna be football, right? It might not be the best comp in the world, but it's football. You understand what the game means to a whole lot of people. Because a lot of people get on here and say, you know, I don't have no aspirations of going pro or even trying to get picked up by an arena team. This is my outlet to get away from my badass kids or, you know, the the shit that I deal with as a, you know, a a man on a daily basis. This is my getaway. So... If you want to get away from all the shit that life's throwing at you, you want to play a brand of football that's football. Right. But then again, you have those guys that use this platform as a second chance. I got a guy on my team right now that played for the Cincinnati Bengals, man, um, that is trying to get into the XFL. Trying to get trying to get the film. We got dudes that are trying to go to arena. We got dudes that are getting invites. Like, there's dudes at this level that come here for their second chance and they're still, and people ruin it. Oh yeah. And, and it's sad, man. Like back in the day, yeah, you would have your beefs, but it was never this bad, bro. Like it was never this bad in certain stages. Like the hate is real. The, the camaraderie is dead. You guys want semi-pro to get back to what it was. It'll never get back there. But you want to know what I know that can happen is if every single player pulls their head out of their ass and we come together as a brotherhood and we strive to make this level of football better and do what, do what we can to be pro part of the solution instead of part of the problem, bro, all right. this watered down talk will fucking disappear. Factual, factual. But before we get out of here, you know, we we, we it's, it's MVP this, MVP that. Yeah. Right now, the overall consensus of of our boards, 
or the talk rather, semi-pro talk, which, you know, if you in SoCal, that, that, that that's our mecca. That's where we get a lot of information, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the overall consensus right now would say it's either Darius Barlow or my boy Aristotle. Darius played for the Lions. Aristotle played for the uh, the uh-huh. Giants. Barlow, dynamic player. Facts. Aristotle, dynamic player. Offense, defense, and special teams. Flip the coin. Let's go back to Barlow. Offense, defense, special teams. This is one of this is one that I would say is is up for real debate. Uh you know, as far as the, the clutchness, if that's even a word, I might have just made there up a word. Is. The clutchness of these two guys, you know. You put Barlow on offense and it changes the entire dynamic. Bro, they just put Barlow in on in their game and they won at QB. They put him in at QB and they won. Exactly. But 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 like they said, you know, he had the game saving tackle. <laughs> you understand uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like like if you want to compare, I mean, I'm not comparing these guys to no Jordan, but when you think about it, as much as Jordan scored the basket, he was just as damn good on the defensive side Facts. of the ball. And, and and that's what brings these two guys, you know, Stiley, you put him on offense at wide receiver, he's going to go do Mando. something. You put him on special, te- uh, special teams, he's going to go mm-hmm. do something. You put him at, at DB, oh, he's going to go the do m- something. I think he's leading – I think he's leading. Got the like six right or seven. I, I believe it's six or seven, and and he got a couple of them to the crib. And and then, like I said, you you put Barlow on offense, man. It, it as a defensive coordinator, defensive minded coach, it's like you can teach your guys how to contain. You can be by the book when it comes to keeping a guy in the pocket, but it's you can't teach. I don't even know how to put it. You can't teach a guy how to contain a Darius Barlow. You can do all the, you know, hey, square him up, don't jump, da 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 da. But man, the boy feet is quick. Let, let let's just let's just be real about it. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. The boy is quicker than boy quicker than light. Fast as shit, man. And, and I've played against I, I I've played against Barlow, man. And, and being a D end outside backer, you can contain all you want. But when it comes to breaking down and trying to tackle the dude, the dude is lightning fucking fast. But let me take it to a whole nother level, bro. Stolly, Stolly plays receiver. So you you need a dynamic play on, on on offense, right? So you throw you throw Stolly in at receiver. Defensive coordinator can figure out how to scheme to stop Stolly because he's in one position, and you got to get Stolly the ball for him to go off, right? Come on! You can't scheme to stop. To, to, you can't scheme to stop Darius. So, so, so is that is that is that the distinction though? I mean, because because if we go defense, both of these guys are yeah, DB. and they're both great. If we go special teams, okay, we're we're returners. But the only thing that separates them is the quarterback play and the wide receiver play. Well, now you can put fucking Darius Barlow at fucking wide yes, receiver. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Like, and I and I'm not shitting on my man Stiley at all. That's my man's a hundred grand, but it's like a 
Shit, pick your bro. Bars. They're both phenomenal athletes. To be honest with you, and, and they both may get pissed off that I say this, and, 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 but this is how much respect I have for both of them. Because if you scheme to stop Stolly and he goes off, MVP candidate. You put Darius at receiver, you put him at QB, he's going off. MVP. Fucking split the MVP this year. Give it to them both. They're both well deserving. And don't do and don't do no bullshit like overall MVP and then offensive offensive MVP. Fuck that. Do co MVP because they both fucking deserve it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be the first to say, hey, I, I'm with that. And my my only thing that I would say is I don't know enough of the other guys on the other teams because you know they're not on the boards or you know you don't get to make every darn right. game, but. Like I said, the overall consensus of 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 where we get the most high information, which is semi pro uh-huh. talk, Darius Barlow, Aristotle. And if a comment that I read was true that somebody on the Rams had thirteen TDs, you make these two gentlemen co MVPs of the league. And if it's factual that that man had thirteen touchdowns, and if he plays offense, you make him the offensive MVP. And then you figure out who uh, else was just on the defense. But the overall MVP, I mean, when, when, when you look at it and say the dynamics of both of these players, it's, uh, uh, the only edge you would say is, well, the, the Lions beat the Giants, so we got to go with Barlow. But we we talking about an individual award that when you really break this thing down, it, it you close your eyes yeah. and pick one. And and if you know, I'll be the first to say, hey man, but both of these guys deserve it. If you can give it to both, hell of a exactly. thing to do. If you can't, I don't know who the motherfucker is. They got the pressure on their shoulder to say whichever right. one. But they gonna catch some heat, no matter. And the fucked up thing about it is, is they gonna catch some heat, no matter who they fucking pick. I mean, if if, if I'm honest, if a person said Darius Barlow, I couldn't argue. It. If a person said Aristotle, I, I couldn't argue. It. But you know, to if if it's neither one of them, boy, you got some goddamn explaining Facts. to do. I mean, even the guy on the rounds with thirteen tubs, magnificent thing, great. If that's true, cool. If that's true, what 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 would happen? And, and not to take nothing away from this guy, I don't know him from a damn pan of paint, but paint, but not to take nothing from him. Who do you get those 13 tubs against? Because not to talk shit about the riptide, but come on, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. Let's talk about it. I got a question for you. If the dude actually had 13 tubs and it was factual, wouldn't we know his name? Somebody have been there said something. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know, you, you you hear about these guys. But, but if I'm honest, though, really didn't hear a lot coming out of the Rams camp. At least I didn't. Or maybe I just didn't know the name or didn't know the face and that, that's who they was talking about. But I, I can say I haven't saw nothing on the boards to say, hey, man, this guy from the Rams, he really went off besides that post that you're talking about now about the 13th. Right, so, and that was just in a comment. So, like I said, I don't know the validity to it. But but what I have noticed, though, is, is the Rams have been very quiet. Man, big, to- big tone. Oh, yeah. He don't do a lot of talking, man. He does not. He's very quiet. He's just very vigilant on the boards. And his team doesn't really talk either. So. 
If they had an MVP candidate, man, um, I, I, I would like to hear about it, throw his name out there. But even if you did, and it's no shade towards you, man, like unless you're doing what Stolly and, and Barlow are doing, you you're you're not you're not in the discussion for me. I mean, let, let me clear some up that I said, you know, because like I said, I don't want nobody to say I'm shading the riptide or even the hitters, but because, you know, Rams played the same people they all played. So if he got 13 tubs, like I said, that, that's a hell of yeah. a stat. Uh, but, you know, the, 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 the dynamics alone, like I've been saying since we started talking about these two guys, the dynamics alone in these two players – would go to any team, be a starter, and do the exact same Facts. thing. Now, like I said, I don't know this guy with the 13 tubs from the rounds from a can to paint, but you put him over on the riptide, or you put him on the hitters, or you put him on any one of these other teams, do he still make that 13 tub difference? I know Barlow going to get in there and act a fool, whether he on the hitters what if he on who who the fuck ever. I know Stolly going to get in there and he going to get his. Facts. You know, so it, at that point, it, it, it's a no-brainer. What what needs to be done here, it needs to be a co-MVP. But if you got to pick one, the guy that makes that I'm decision, <laughs> the weight of the world is on your shoulders. The weight <laughs> of the semi-pro world is on your shoulders. And I bid you good luck. <laughs> and with that, we bid you a farewell. This was Let's Talk About It Thursdays, baby. Let's talk about it, man. We out of here. You're listening to the Ice Day Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe.